Well, hello, hello, my friends. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. And of course, as I just said, this is your host, S. Anthony Thomas. And this is episode number 207. Thank you very, very much for coming back. And thank you very, very much for uh, for all the love you showed the episode that we did that we just me that i did last week <laughs> number 206 uh much appreciated and uh i just want to say hello because i know that i just heard i just uh, looked at the stats and everything and i saw that there's a lot of new people that are listening in great britain i want to say hello to you my friends overseas much love to you thank you very very much for listening uh and thank you for bringing friends because apparently you guys have been telling people and there's more uh, people from Great Britain listening. Thank you very much. Hello, London. Never been there, but thanks for having me there in your phones, in your ears. Much love to you. Thank you very much. And I also want to say thank you to Michael Salamone. He had me on his show um, and it it was dropped on Monday. Monday, uh, it was an episode where we, we talked about, we, we did a little comedy talk. We did some political talk. It was It was actually a very, very fun episode. And I knew it would be because he does a good show. And it was fun to be on the program. I had a blast. And it was one of those things where, you know, you, you know, you're, you're talking to someone and you know, it's going to be about a half an hour or so or 35 minutes or something like that. And it seems like it lasts this long. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Okay. That was it. It, it was, it went that fast. And I think that if you give, if you will listen to it, it'll actually go that fast for you. You won't realize that 49 minutes or 50 minutes has gone by. And I know that for a fact because I was actually making a, I was dry. I, I, I saved the episode. I downloaded the episode. And I saved it and I played it in my car because I had a long ride, uh, that day. And it was, it was, and it was like one of those, you know, those 50 minute rides where you know the traffic is going to be horrible and you know it's going to suck and you know it's going to be a big pain in the neck and you're sitting there dreading the entire process. And I put the episode in and the ride, the end of the episode was almost exactly the length, the length of the ride itself. I was actually pulling up to the entrance of the place that I was going as the episode was ending. And I realized that this ride, which was horrible under normal circumstances, actually I was able to just sail through it because I wasn't listening to the episode and enjoying it. So that's that to me, if you, if you, if you do an episode or something or listening to some music or listening to a show or something like that, and they can take a long ride that is absolutely horrible and make it a fun ride because you're listening to something that you actually enjoy and think is cool that's a that's a good endorsement for the episode and i was glad to be a part of it and i want to say thank you very much michael for having me on your show and to my uh to my sass potters that would be you listening sass potters oh yeah i would suggest you go and check out salamone that's his program his name is michael salamone go check him out um if you've been following me on twitter you've probably seen me uh uh host uh post links to the show but it's the it's my his name is michael salomon and the podcast is called salomon if you haven't heard it go listen to it not only listening to my episode but make sure you check out the show just in general because it's a good show and uh we've been we've been uh twit twit bros for a while and uh you'll enjoy yourself also uh if you if you're on twitter make sure you check out hashtag pattern family because there's a lot of good podcasts there as well i know that a lot of people listen to a lot of podcasts i'm one of those too um i don't watch as much television as i used to i i uh i actually just kind of i just kind of threw some shows away you know because you you were just you're watching television and you're watching a show and you realize you're literally watching the show 
completely out of habit. You don't even like this show anymore. This show, the show didn't even jump the shark. The shark said, I'm done. I'm not waiting for this. This show already sucks and they haven't even gotten the speedboat here yet. There's some shows like that that I was watching for a while and I realized I don't even like this show. And then I sat down one day. And I thought about how many shows and I, and I'll do stuff like this, too. I literally will go up to a dry erase board because I have a dry erase board in uh, in my my office where I do the uh, podcast. And I usually write out ideas for the show and things that I have to do for the day and maybe ideas for for the show that I'm writing for the stand up. And I just said, let me let me just write down the shows that I actually watch. And I started to write down the shows that I watch. And I realized, I said, okay, I don't like this one anymore. This one kind of blows. This one sucks. This one stopped being funny three seasons ago. I hate this one. I auditioned for this one and didn't get it. So fuck them. And so, <laughs> right. And so I started to just jettison the shows that I wasn't watching. And now I'm down to literally watching, you know, two or three shows a week. The vast majority of the time I'm either working on putting my own podcast together, working on uh, putting this new stand-up show I want to do together and listening to other podcasts. That's why I suggested going to Partner Family and also listening to Michael Salamone. And more importantly than anything other, more importantly than all of that, let's keep it real. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> so thank you, Michael, for having me on the show. I really, really appreciate that. Now, uh, let's get, let's get to this episode here. Uh, guys, uh, how many social media sites are you actually on? How many are you on? You know, and, and the thing is, I've been online since 2009. Um, I think maybe the summer of 2009 and the first social media site that I actually signed up for and decided to use on a regular basis was was uh, Facebook. And I decided to go on Facebook because I figured everybody else was on Facebook and I figured that would be the best way to find old friends which i did i found a lot of my old friends i actually um uh, uh, got together with my father who i who i was not raised with and uh, and if you go back and you can go through my old episodes i did a whole chunk about what it was like to meet my dad for the first time and i'm not going to rehash any of that i recorded that episode right after it happened so what i was feeling at that moment i talked about how i feel building up to the moment and what happened and all of that it's in that it's in just go through my back catalog it's not you know and just or you know you, you can find it. it's easy to find but that's why i got on facebook and you know and, and you get on facebook and you know you start i'm a comedian by trade uh, this is before i even thought about doing a podcast because i didn't start doing the podcast until 2013 so you know there you go and you know, you post some jokes up there. You you see some cool articles. You post them. You think they'll be interesting and that kind of thing. And you do that, and it's cool. But you're not on it all the time. You know, you didn't have. There was was not smartphones weren't in everybody everybody's hands at that point. You know, they weren't everybody. There was no people taking pictures and posting them every five seconds on other sites. It's just a nice little way to keep in contact with people and maybe you know whose baby was born and all of that crap. That's what it was. And then I heard about this thing called Twitter. Now, just like everybody else, when I I was like, I'm already on Facebook. There's like six gazillion people on Facebook. Isn't everybody on Facebook? Do we need another one of those things? I had the old media bias that, that a lot of people still have. So I go over to Twitter and I look at them going, all right, everybody's on this Twitter thing. Uh, let me see what the deal is with this thing. here." And, and, and what happened was because there was so many, quote, young people on Twitter, as you know, you see a lot of things that a lot of posts that. Very, very similar to what you would overhear if you were to see some of your teenage relatives talking. In other words, you don't want to hear it. 
So you go in and I had soda today and I've never had this soda was so flat. I mean, yuck. And that's the tweet. And I'm going, what the hell would I'm, am I signing up for this for? I don't want to. I'm supposed to sit here and talk to people about drinking flat soda. The hell out of here. But I said, OK, man, S, don't judge Twitter too harshly. Just 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 give it a chance. Don't sign up for it yet. Just read some tweets and, and mess around with it. And then I started seeing people talk about interesting things. And then I started pe- seeing people do like really, really off color jokes and really some brilliant jokes. And obviously the people that did the best jokes were the people when I, when I decided to sign up were the ones that I followed because I enjoyed reading their feeds and all of that kind of stuff. And now, so now I got Facebook and Twitter and I was happy with that. We're done here. And then there was another one and then another one and then another one and then another one. You know, you know what? I'm sorry. I made, you know what? I, I was wrong. I was wrong right around the same time that I did. I'm, I can't believe this will show you how far they've fallen. I, I, I should say, I can't believe at right around the same time I signed up for Twitter. I also signed up for this thing called, um, MySpace. And I was using that too. And that fell off by the time I got around to it. It, you know, it just, it was about to fall off a cliff, but I didn't know it at the time. And so, you got the Facebook, you got your Twitter. Okay, great. And that's cool. I mean, it was great. You know, you, you catch up with your relatives. I hadn't found my dad at that point yet, but it was, you know, I found some old friends and high school and, you know, people I grew up with and old girlfriends and all that. And I'm in good terms with all my old girlfriends. And I say all that to tell you that after all that time, when I started to just tack on another social media site and another social media site i figured okay that's it 2016 that's it i'm on all i I got i got a big following on twitter i got a big following on facebook i got a big following on tumblr and all of that crap we're done here and then all of a sudden app this app that app this app that hey man you gotta get on periscope man you gotta get on snapchat man you gotta get on instagram man and i got my young relatives giving me the year old routine (laughs) not realizing that I, my soul was being crushed by the truth of my age. Someone please in your mind as I look here, I look off into the distance sad at the fact that I'm a middle-aged man, although I look good. I'm a middle-aged man. Please play the theme song in your mind of the Hulk. You know that, you know, the Hulk TV series from the seventies. You don't remember the Hulk TV from the seventies. Yeah. Well, I was a little kid then. I'm not as old as that. I'm not that old. You bastards. You know, boom, boom. You know, he would be leaving town and he'd be thumbing a ride because he's so sad that he thought he found some friends in a place that he could be. And he had to leave once again because someone made him angry and they wouldn't like him when he's angry. If you do, you don't get that reference because you're too young to know about that show. Uh, listen, you bastards. Listen, I know I'm older than some of you bastards, but just shut up and go along with me. Damn it. <laughs> So now I'm sitting there and I have, and I, and they, like I said, I, I, I told you guys on Twitter that they browbeat me into getting Periscope and, and Snapchat and all of that crap. And I got them. And I'll be honest with you. I played around with them a little. They're fun. I'll admit it. They're fun. Okay. And people are starting to find me on it. They're fun. That's great. But how many do you need, man? How many do you need? Good Lord. How many do you need? Because if you really think about it, 
if if you got so many sites, you got to fill those sites up with something. And you're going to put the same thing on every page. Do you really? But then when I started noticing is you kind of have to put the same thing on every page because each one of those social media sites is a completely different universe in and of itself. A lot of the people on Facebook aren't even paying attention to Twitter. A lot of the people on Twitter laugh at Facebook. A lot of the people on this laugh at that one. And they all have their own little clicks where it's like, well, we're Snapchat. And I mean, <laughs> Periscope is okay. But I mean, you can't draw stuff on your face on Periscope. <laughs> I mean, you know, and Periscope. And listen, suckers, maybe you can draw stuff, but we can pop online instantly and broadcast to the world. And we can look at other scopes. And see, I just found out that it's called scopes. You can look at other scopes and read and this and all of that crap. And I realized each one of these social media sites is like a friend with really, really different interests. All of them trying to get your attention at exactly the same time, because if you're cultivating one site, you got to somehow cultivate the other side. If you go on Periscope, you have people going, hi, guys, how you doing? Oh, look, 600 people are watching. Listen, you follow me on Snapchat also. My Snapchat is blah, 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 blah. And my Facebook is blah, 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 blah. So now you got to feed all these beasts. And I remember what it was like when I, I was doing comedy and I have a bunch of friends around the table and they're all trying to get my damn attention at the same time. See, when you hang out with them individually or if you have a small group of friends, it's cool. A lot of times those small group of friends all kind of have similar interests. But as your as your group of friends expands, just like as your social media sites expands, all of a sudden. You got to feed all those beasts. Oh, no. You do all the dirty jokes and all the political crap and all that good crap and t this crap and memes and all that crap. You do it on Twitter, on Facebook. Oh, holy cats, dog rescues. Hey, how's it going? How's the baby? Then you go back over to Twitter. Tits, tits, boobs, boobs, butts, butts. Then you go back to Facebook. You know, grandma made some good peach cobbler. That movie was interesting. Then you go back to Twitter. Boobs, 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 armpit fetish. Then you go back to Facebook. Yeah, man, I'm telling you right now, cornflakes. I really like the, the regular cornflakes. I don't like the bootleg cornflakes because they don't melt in the milk good enough. And you go back over to Twitter. Yeah, women like beards. Women like guys with beards. They want to sit on the guy's beard's face. Butter, butter, and bacon, 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 bacon. Let me go back to Facebook. And uh, another thing about that new movie was just, I think the love story, the through line of the story was fantastic. And you become kind of schizophrenic. This reminds me of when I would hang out. I had two friends. I, had, I always have, I have a big group of friends. And I had these two friends. One guy was super adventure man. Always had to be jumping off something, blowing up something, shooting something, hunting something, fighting something, drinking something, doing something. And then I had another friend was Dr. Scholar. He had 65 PhDs and PhDness. I have my PhD in being a PhDs, PhD, PhD, that I have PhDs and PhDs and PhDs and master's degrees. I know I have one master's degree and I'm really depressed by the fact that only I have 17 PhDs of PhDs and one master's degree. I feel like a loser because of the, that, 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 that's not a PhD. That's just a master's degree and I should have a, oh. So I'm trying to hang out with these two guys and I could never hang out with them together. When you're with one, you got to devote all your time to that one because they start to feel a little bit disappointed. 
Adventure Man wants to go hiking. So I go out, hey, yes, let's go hiking, man. Let's go hiking. It's going to be great, man. I got these mountain bikes with rockets on them, and we go up the side of the mountain, right? But you got to make sure you have enough fuel in it because if you don't, you know, the rocket will stop firing, and then you'll fall 5,000 5, feet to, to, to a brutal death. But that's all right. That's all right. How much do you weigh exactly? Because we need to have the exact weight because I, I want to have to I have to put the exact right amount of fuel in because, like I said, if you, the fuel, we don't get to the top of the mountain on the first tank. The rocket will stop and you will you fall to a vicious death. That just want to say, but that's okay. I do it every weekend, so it's not really that big of a deal. Okay, you ready to go? You ready to go? And then you go off with Adventure Man. You put on your rocket bikes and you shoot up the side of a mountain. And you can't lie about your weight because if he has to put the right amount of fuel in the rocket bike to get you up the side of the mountain, because if not, as he said, you'll fall. 5,000 feet to a vicious death. You come back from that, and then the next night you hang out with your other friend, and he's going, you know what I really think? I like the writings of Gurdjieff. You know, I like to find the, the spirit of the enlightened man. You know, because we have really hidden abilities, and doing the fourth way, that will enable human beings to tap into their unlimited potential. So you see, most men are asleep, and they don't realize they're asleep. But as an awakened man, you can look around the universe, you can look around even your hometown, and see people walking around asleep, unaware that they have untapped abilities. Now let's read this book that has nine billion pages in it, all in Sanskrit, and in the Sanskrit is actually in Pig Latin. Yes, Sanskrit Pig Latin. I have one of my PhDs in Sanskrit Pig Latin. And then the next day you go out and hang out with Adventure Boy and he wants to go base jumping. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to stand on the top of this building, all right? Now, what we're going to do is we're going to throw, we're going to pull the pins on these grenades. We're going to throw them off the side of the building. Then we're going to dive off, catch the grenade. And then put the pin back in and then, and then, then pull our parachutes before we die a vicious death. And you gotta, it's all gotta be done in four seconds. You know, it's not a big deal. I do it every week. It's not a big deal. Just make sure, just make sure that you, you know, make sure that you hold on to the pin because once we meet, once we hit maximum velocity down, it's going to be kind of hard to hold on to the pin. So, you know, cause, cause if you don't hold onto the pin, you know, the, the, the it's going to blow up and, you know, Either the explosion, the shrapnel will kill you, or hitting the ground at, at terminal velocity will, will kill us. I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but you, you want to make that this is your first time doing it. Well, that's okay. I've only done it twice myself. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. So we're going to do this because we're going to do some really adventurous stuff next week. Right now, we're going to warm up with this. I mean, you only shit on yourself once when we did the rocket bike thing, and I think that was pretty good. I shit on myself once the first time I did it also, but that's just a whole different stuff. So you ready to go? Okay, let's jump off the building. Take the pin off the grenade and then after that you go back to your friend with that okay listen what we're now going to do is we're going to sit here we're going to stare at this candle and contemplate the writings of the buddha <laughs> and that's the you know and it's the same thing with these damn social media sites you get on one you kind of got to focus on that one and everybody wants you to write back to them they were that they like it on facebook and they get mad if you oh god you say but the notifications told told you that i liked your comment how come you didn't it's really rude not to not to talk to people when they like your statement and they like your picture it's really rude not to do that and it's really rude and it's not to do that and it's really rude you go back to twitter come on man 
I sent you I sent you a direct message and asked you to follow me on Instagram and you didn't do it's like good God man will you people calm down and now they got me doing all of this crap I'm like what is this junk and it makes me as weird as it sounds as much fun as these things are and I have all of them and I will make use of all of them and just like anything else I didn't think I'd be able to incorporate Twitter into my life and it's probably the, the site that I love the most out of all of them because you know that's what my, my most fun people are by the way if you're listening to me and you're on Facebook you guys are fun too <laughs> my family's on Facebook I, I gotta be careful you understand what I'm saying I have more fun on Twitter with my, my Twitter friends but my family is on Facebook and they know too much shit. All right. So just bear with me. Oh, I didn't really realize they they can probably hear this too. Whispering is really not helping. I might as well just go back to my normal speaking voice. Anyway, but it, as weird as it sounds, it kind of makes me feel jealous for an earlier time. You know, I'm old enough to remember before there was social media, before there were answering machines. When I was a little kid, you couldn't afford an answering machine. I remember that crap. I remember when you actually had to be home to watch a television program. I was a little boy and I knew that if I missed the cartoon that day, my punk ass wasn't going to get to see it until it reran eight weeks later. <sighs> but I do envy. I do. You get jealous, man. I get jealous of young me. They didn't have to worry about all this crap. And I always hated being jealous. I hate being jealous. Being jealous sucks. You know, envious of somebody else's stuff. I hate that crap. You know, I mean, because when you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you see somebody, you have whatever thousands of followers and somebody has 87,000 times more than you do. And they get more likes and loves and hugs and all that crap, whatever the hell that crap is on that site, whatever, whatever the approval is called. And you get jealous of it. Somebody's a little taller than you. You get jealous of them. You know, somebody has a girlfriend and you don't, you get jealous of them. I hate being jealous. And the funny thing about being jealous and envious is everybody's jealous or envious of somebody. No matter who you are, you're jealous of somebody. You could be the most powerful person in the world, have all the money in the world, and you see some regular guy hugging his wife and kids, and you're sitting there. You don't have a wife and kids because you're, you're working 90 hours a week and making 16 quadrillion dollars, but you'd give anything just to get away, to take off your 16 cell phones that you have to carry because each country requires you to carry a different cell phone so you can handle the different business in the different countries, and you look at that guy, and he just has one cell phone, and it's a flip phone because he doesn't want a smartphone because... He actually talks directly to all of his friends. He doesn't have to text them. They actually come to his house. Oh, my. He has a wife that actually likes him for him. What the hell is that like? He has kids that actually respect what he does. What the hell? Is that a thing? <laughs> right? Meanwhile, he's looking over at you and he's looking at you your spouse and he's looking at her going i love my wife but good god look at that guy's wife goodness gracious my wife's beautiful but this lady's been on the cover of playboy magazine and i'm not going to say how i knew she was on the cover of playboy magazine all i'm going to say is my wife couldn't have sex the last two months of a pregnancy but i was okay with it because let's just say i was taken care of <laughs> he doesn't have any kids he doesn't have to get up in the morning and 
feed kids that are just dropping food all over the clothes you just put on them from the laundry that they got dirty in 16 minutes when you spent a half an hour washing them a half an hour drying them and 15 minutes 15 to 30 minutes ironing them only to have the little punk asses dirty up that crap in two seconds look at that car he's driving i mean i'm cool with my car i like my toyota tacoma but that guy's driving a quadruple double quadruple lamborghini i mean i can pay my bills and everything but that guy's worth 17 nove decillion dollars a minute driving down the street you got a good car and you see a guy driving down the street and he's got a he's driving a toyota camry or as i like to call it the mighty toyota camry and he's looking at that camera and he's going, I bet it, what's that car cost? 24000 25000 30000 at the most. I know that it's going to cost, it's going to be worth half as much as soon as he drives it off the lot. But it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, when I drove this off the lot, now the car is not worth $3 million anymore. It's worth $1.7 I lost $1.3 million driving 150 feet. That's just dumb. I could have done something else with that money. I could have been, I mean, it doesn't really hurt me. I'm a billionaire, but that was kind of a stupid waste of money now. I mean, I'm used to having the money now, so it's not really that big a deal. I could have done something with that money. I could have, I could have invested it in something. I could have given it to charity. He just goes home to his family. And I, I mean, I like banging all these sp- spokesmodels and supermodels, but it's, you know, they don't really like me for me. This is kind of bullshit. I've been jealous of other people before. I remember I was uh, in the locker room at the gym. Everybody's walking around. And at the time, I hadn't gotten in good shape the first time yet. So I still had a little bit of a gut. And there's a bunch of dudes that have been in the gym the whole time. They've been go- they all knew each other. Hey, Bill. Hey, Biff. Hey, Jim. They all know each other. They've all been going to the gym for five, six, seven years. They're all in great shape. And I'm sitting there, you know. You know, you know, sometimes guys want to cover up their genitals when they're in the gym, not because you're embarrassed by them, but it's just like they're your genitals. It's like I, I don't want people staring at my genitals, you know, but I didn't really care about that. I literally took the towel and wrapped it around my waist from the genitals up because I'd rather have people see my genitals than my soft stomach. And they're going, why do you have a towel wrapped around your waist above your genitals? And I said, why do you care? And they said, ha ha, you're more proud of your genitals than you are the fact that you got a fucking fat stomach, don't you, you fat bastard? <laughs> okay, nobody said that. <laughs> but that was the fear. And I was jealous of these guys, right? But then I found out that some of those guys were jealous of me. Were they in better shape than I was? Uh, I think I just illustrated that. But they had to work out three, four, five hours a day. You know, these guys were in the gym constantly. And what was I doing? I was standing on stage telling jokes to people and having a great time, hanging out till three or four o'clock in the morning, eating pizza, getting it on with women and all of that kind of crap. So I'm sitting there with my flabby stomach and these six pack bastards were actually jealous of me while I'm jealous of their six pack asses. It's amazing. 
You could have a 29 inch penis and there's going to be a guy with a nine inch penis that's jealous of you. And if you got a nine inch penis as a guy, it's the same thing, man. I got a nine inch penis, but that guy's penis is 29 inches. I wish I had 29 inches. And the guy with 29 inches is going to go, I got 29 inches. This is just too much. I wish I only had nine inches like that guy. And we wind up jealous. And it's just dumb. You know, I don't want to be jealous of anybody. You know, when I'm driving down the street, my mighty Toyota Camry, the mighty, mighty, mighty Toyota Camry. I've seen Teslas, Tesla Model S's, $100,000 cars, all electric, 17-inch screen inside, all the creature comforts and double comforts and quadruple comforts and incredible comforts. I actually pulled up next to a guy who had a Tesla again. It's, I don't know where all these damn Teslas are coming from because they say it's not a rich neighborhood, but for some reason these bastards with the text Teslas like to go to the supermarket. I'm starting to get the feeling that they're going, you know, S. Anthony can't even come close to affording these, these cars. He shops at that store, at that supermarket. <laughs> Whose turn is it to pull up next to him and make him look like a douche? Bill, which one? I have the Tesla model double X. Oh, that's a new one. That's a new one. And this is so good. It hasn't come out yet. I'm going to pull up right next to him. <laughs> Fantastic. But I got news for you, you Tesla bastards. I don't care how great your car is. It's not the mighty Toyota Camry. But I pull up next to this guy and he's got the Tesla. And I'm looking at the car and I'm thinking, that's a great car. But when you come down, when you come down to practical applications of the vehicle, when I turn the key, the car starts. When I want to go someplace, the car gets me there. When I want to go home, the car gets me home. The car does what a car does. Would I like to have a 17-inch screen and internet and all of that crap in my car? Sure. But is it mandatory? No. So there's really no reason for me to be jealous. Okay, there's a little bit of reason for me to be jealous. We did not jealous of the car if you really think about it. That's what I started thinking. Am I, am I really jealous of the car itself or am I jealous of the fact that this guy has enough income where he can afford to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a vehicle? I think it's more of that than anything else. <laughs> think about it, you know, because if I, I'll be honest with you, if something happened right now and all of a sudden I was making so much bread that I could just go all I could just go on the website and do yeah I'll give me a model s and a model x and a model m and a model q and a model give me a model pi and a model m and a mo- whatever the letter is give me a model that's in fact give me two of them in all colors yeah that's right damn it if I had that kind of money I don't know if I'd care you know I had to teach myself not to be jealous of other people you know, like when I see podcasts that are really super duper mega ultra successful, I'm doing pretty good, but I'm not jealous of cereal. <laughs> you know, I'm not je- jealous of the Joe Rogan um, podcast. I listen to those shows and I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they're as successful as they are. I don't need their jealousy crap. It's not it's kind of a waste of my time. You're not the kind of pe- people to be jealous, are you? Are you jealous of somebody? Hmm? Do you look at somebody and you wish you were that bastard? Do you? I hope you don't. Cut that crap out. Okay. I that, that was kind of an aspirational thing I, I just said. I mean, uh, there's a couple of people I'm a little teeny bit jealous of. Just a little teeny bit jealous of. 
one guy in particular. I'm a little jealous of the guy. I'm happy for him, but I'm a little jealous of the bastard. I'll admit it. I got to lose some weight. I got to get back in shape. I may look okay, but I want to look good. And it was a guy that I knew that, you know, he was the guy that was so huge that no matter how big you got or how fat you got, you would never be that guy. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if there's a couple of people that you, you, you're the overweight friends and, and they, they, but they, but you're not that guy. He was that guy. And you didn't, you didn't consciously think that you didn't consciously hope you stay fat, you bastard. So no matter what I do, I, even if I am fat, at least I'm not you. He, you don't do that consciously, but, 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 you know, well, Bill, you know, Bill's big, you know, I can't, I mean, I look pretty good. I mean, I love Bill, but Bill's huge, you know what I mean? I, I gotta lose some weight, but I mean, I ain't Bill. Yeah, I mean. So I hadn't seen Bill for a while. His name's not really Bill, by the way. I hadn't seen Bill for a while. I gave him a different name. His name's not Bill. And Bill was, uh, how can I put this, the size of a house. Nobody made fun of Bill for being fat. Nobody did that. That's not the kind of crew I come with. With if We make fun of something, it's going to be something that uh, hurts you even more. No one, no, we don't want to actually hurt you. Like if you're a fat guy, no one will talk about you being a fat guy. They'll talk about you being an idiot. And if you're an idiot, they won't talk about you being an idiot. They'll talk about something specific that you did. We were just, we would destroy each other, but we didn't really want to hurt each other. And I hadn't seen Bill in a long time, you know. Bill wasn't putting up a lot of pictures, you know, on his thing. He would just kind of write things on Facebook and you text every once in a while. But you never actually saw him. He never talked about weight loss. He just figured Bill was just being Bill. And then when you run across Bill, Bill would be Bill. Then all of a sudden you start seeing pictures from Bill on all of his stuff, all of his sites and whatnot. But you didn't know who the person was. It's like, why is Bill putting pictures of this this guy up all the time? Oh, I get it. I see what it is. I've been there before. Sometimes when you're a little heavy or you want to lose some weight off, you're very, very heavy. You know, what you do is you post pictures of dudes who are working out. You post bodybuilding pictures to inspire yourself. They're aspirational pictures. I'm going to be in that guy's shape one day. And usually we're lying to ourselves, but it makes us feel better. Not a problem. And then that's these, and I kept seeing the same dude. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out. Who is this person who's picture? Why is Bill? Maybe this is a particular bodybuilder that Bill likes, and that's cool. But I'm curious. This guy's in great shape. I, you know, I wonder what kind of workout this guy does. You know, maybe I should look this guy up and see what the deal is. And I could not find the guy. I even did that search Google, search Google for this image, and I could not find this dude. Who is this dude? Who the hell is this dude that Bill keeps? putting on his sights all the time is this i mean is this guy a friend of bill or something what the hell and then i realized wait a second this is a relative of bill's the guy looks kind of like bill maybe this is his brother or his cousin i mean i don't know but whatever it is i'm, I'm it's kind of weird why don't you just you know, I mean, I don't take a lot of pictures of myself, not because of anything else. It's just that I'm not a really a picture guy. I never was. Even when I was in my best shape, I was never really a million picture type guy. I just was like, hey, I know what I look like. The hell I need to take 16,000 pictures for. I'm more likely to take pictures of other stuff that I find interesting than pictures of myself. What the hell I want to do that for? If I want to see myself, I got mirrors. And I didn't realize how dumb I was not to. I mean, it was like I was so used to Bill being the size of a house that it never occurred to me that the bodybuilding looking guy 
was actually Bill. Bill was what I like to refer to as a huge. He was he was like huge. I'm talking, you know, and, and I, I don't I don't want to use any kind of movie characters or anything like that to reference Bill's size because it would come off insulting. But he was a weird shaped dude. You know, it was like, a, you know, one of the, the anyway, I'm going to say one of those guys. OK. And it never even occurred to me that the few times that we talked on the phone that his voice wasn't, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like, it was like, okay. You talked to him a couple of years later. Hey, yes, what's going on, man? And you're going, and, and then that, you're just so, hey, what's going on, man? And you're just talking and having a great time and you don't realize he doesn't have that. I have a, oh, none of that. And he went from being, he lost me plus more weight. He lost the equivalent of me as a grown ass man plus a whole lot more weight and that, you know, he's a, he was in bodybuilder shape, you know, not heavyweight bodybuilder, but you know, middleweight bodybuilder shape, like a boxer or something, like, like sliced up and ripped up and cut up. He had this, had the surgery to get the skin off of him. Well, the excess skin cause he lost so much weight. And if you never saw him before, you would just assume this is one of those guys that was an athlete. Maybe he was a linebacker in college or some crap like that. You would just assume he always looked like that. But Bill did not always look like that, by the way. His name's not really Bill. And I'm looking at this guy and I realize, good Lord, man, it would be different if he if I was heavier than he was by a lot. And then he was just kind of in like everyday dude, okay shape, and then got in great shape. At that point, you wouldn't even really pay attention to it. It's like, well, he was in all right shape, and he just tuned himself up. That's cool. You'd be happy for him and wouldn't feel anything. You wouldn't even be motivated because it has nothing to do with you. He was already smaller and in better shape than you anyway. So, you know, hey. It's like a guy that's already better looking than you, and then he gets even better looking because he loses weight. You're not going to, you know, well, he was already better looking than me. What the hell, you know? But no, this guy was way heavier than I was, way heavier. I could stand behind him and I'm a grown ass man and you wouldn't even see me. That's how big he was. And all of a sudden, a few years later, the dude looks like fucking Terry Crews, the, the, you know, the, the father when everybody hates Chris, he looked like that bastard. From big giant, from that to what's going on, everybody? Oh man, it's hot in here. I better take off my shirt. It's snowing outside. Oh, it's snowing. I better put this shirt on the ground so people don't step in the snow so I can have my shirt off. Let's calm down. <laughs> and I realized I wasn't jealous of him. I was like, I was inspired because sometimes. When you look at somebody and they do something really great, you don't get all jealous of it. I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes you go, how come he's got that? How come he's in great shape? Uh, he cheated. Uh, I bet he just went someplace and had took a pill and 900 pounds fell off his ass and he, and he got abs all of a sudden. I'm sure he didn't work hard and do, and do a strict 
lifestyle change and work hard diligently for three to five years to get himself in shape over the course of time and change his lifestyle. I'm sure it had nothing to do with all of that. I'm sure he did something sneaky and whatever he did forced me to lose weight a lot slower than he, than, than he did. And that's why I'm upset because everything he did was just to, 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 to block me from being as successful. And that's what I'm jealous of him because he did stuff and envious of him because he did stuff that cause his success personally blocked me from being successful and I, I'm really mad about it because he because I, I, mean, I mean if he didn't lose that weight as fast as, as he did and get as in great shape that he did that somehow the universe would allow me to also be in that kind of shape in fact I want half of his fitness because he stole his fitness from me because that's exactly how it works in the real world <laughs> but that's the thing man when I started doing stand up that rush of adrenaline that that you know that butterflies in the stomach that you know that the, the breaths and the heart rate going up and all of that when i didn't know how to do stand up at a high level i thought of that as nervousness but when i got to the point where i knew when i picked up that microphone and i stood on that stage i had the jokes when I stood on that stage, I knew what I was doing. When I stood on that stage, I had been through every damn situation that there could possibly be, barring something atrocious like a car coming through the wall. That same thing was happening to me physically, but now it was relabeled. And now it wasn't nervousness. Now it was excitement. Now it was, I can't wait to get on stage. Because if you really think about it, the first time you were with a woman or if you're a lady, you're with a dude you really wanted to be with for, for a long period of time. You wanted them badly, and then they finally give you the time of day, and then you find out that they're awesome, and you find out that they like you too, and you're finally just about to get it on. It's exactly the same feeling that you feel when you're about to give a presentation in front of a bunch of people, and you know your promotion is on the line. It's the same feeling, but... It's labeled something completely different. You still got the sweaty palms. You still got the high, high rate of your high heart rate. You still got the butterflies in your stomach. You're still breathing harder. You still, you still got that adrenaline flow. But when it's the presentation, oh no, it's nervousness. It's fear. But when you're about to climb on top of somebody, you've been wanting to get it on for a long period of time. That same feeling is, oh yeah. And that's what I started to do with jealousy, man. That's what I started to do with it. I was like, I could be jealous about the fact that my friend who was like three times my size is now like 40 pounds lighter than me. Or I could realize that this is somebody I actually know who's done it. Now, I did it before myself, but I, it was just, I just kind of started working out and then I just, oh, I'm in shape, huh? I didn't notice, you know, but this time it's going to be a concerted effort. But I got a guy right there who did it, who did a harder thing than I'm doing, who had a longer road than I had, who's now perfected all the things that it takes to get to where I want to go. Now, I could sit back and resent him. Look at this guy going to eat right and work out, bastard, rubbing it in my face by being healthy. Look at him. 
Oh, oh, the phone rang and he jumped out of the chair to get the phone. Oh, oh, you're so healthy to jump out of the chair. Oh, he go look at him. Oh, come on. Oh, his kid called from upstairs and he just runs up the stairs. The kid didn't say, Dad, I'm hurt. He said, Dad, can you come here for a minute? You could have walked up the stairs slowly. You could have gone up and hit every step on the way up. You didn't have to jump three steps at a time. You freaking show off trying to rub it in my face. You make me sick. No. <laughs> Just like that nervousness that is the, the, the feeling that you get when you're about to give that presentation. That feels no. Oh, God. <laughs> Just that the same feeling when you're about to jump on top of somebody you want to jump on top of for a long period of time. Instead of being jealous of the cat running up three steps at a time and running across the room and carrying this up the steps by and carrying the water thing by himself when he used to have he used to, he used to ask me to help him and not sounding like this how you doing ass <laughs> and not being that guy i could be jealous of that cat or i can be inspired by that guy ah same feelings Look at him run up those steps, man. That's that the way he jumped over that park bench, the way he did that. Look at how he beat that water, that water, the deer park bottle. He picked it up with his hand with one hand, flipped it upside down like it was a bottle of soda, ripped the bottom off with his other hand and just put it in there. And he didn't even spill a drop because he had so much strength in his hands and his arms and his chest. They had the muscular control to just pick. I used to have to help him with that. And now it's like he's talking to me, not even out of breath, not even thinking about it. This is as if it's this tiny thing he's doing. I could be jealous of that. Well, I can't flip the bottle up like that with one hand, but he can do it. And I could be jealous of that or... I could go, that's what I'm going to be able to do again when I get back in shape. <laughs> when I think about the thing I talked about in the beginning, um, all the apps and, you know, all those friends that you got to give time to. You got to give all your time to all of these friends. They all calling you. But if you really think about it, if you just say, you know, I'm going to carve out a little time to spend time with Danger Man and jump off buildings with him. And I'm going to carve out some time to spend time with Book Man and, 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 and spend some time with him. Maybe I can actually get Book Guy and Danger Guy together, which is what I did. And now Book Guy and Danger Guy are good friends and good friends with me. And now Book Guy jumps off buildings with us. And now Danger Guy reads books with us. Granted, he reads books from inside of a shark infested cage that he has in his house. I don't know why he where he got the money for that, but at least he's reading the books when he's fighting off the sharks. When I saw my friend, it was a gigantic size of a house guy. I could have been jealous of the bastard. I was starting to be jealous of the bastard. And then I realized, why should I be jealous of him? He didn't do anything except improve his health. Why should I be jealous? I'm not jealous. Damn it. Hell no. I'm inspired by the bastard. So much like I've incorporated all the social media sites and I make use of all of them and I'm going to make use of the new ones and they're all going to be integrated together, in which case I'll be able to, you know, make be to be able to put good content on all of them. I got my friends together. 
Just like when I looked at my big giant size of a house buddy who was the size of a big ass house and now looks like he does crunches with cars attached to his lower legs. I'm going to be in the kind of shape he's in because I'm inspired by that and I know what to do. It's amazing, isn't it? Sometimes you just step back and look at some shit. And you look at it, just kind of look at it. And there's a little bit of, there's like little lessons you got to learn from all these things, man. And, and anyway, anyway, that, that, that happens to me all the time. I'll just, I'll look at little things that have nothing to do or seemingly have nothing to do with each other. And I will learn something for myself and become a little bit better than I was because I notice the similarities, the metaphors, the analogies. I look at them and my brain just automatically clicks them together. And I go, Oh, that's where I'm fucking up as a person. I need to do this, this, and this. And I was doing this, this, and this. I was zigging where I should have zagged. Ah, damn it. <laughs> you know, and I know right now one of my friends, because I'm talking to you guys, my sass potters, and I'm talking about the social media sites, and I'm talking about uh, Health Boy over there with his, with his abs and all of that kind of crap. And I know there's a couple of my friends that became vegans right now, and they think, well... You know, now he's, he's gotten some of his friends together and he's, you know, he's incorporated, got his friends to become friends. And that's great. And now he's hanging out with Health Boy. Well, that, there's only one thing left. We're going to make S a vegan. We're going to do it. We're going to make him a vegan. I knew it. You know what's coming. I guarantee you this episode is going to come out Monday morning by Monday at five o'clock because a lot of my personal friends actually listen to it immediately like a lot of you which is really weird i started when i started doing this podcast i used to, i put it out on i used to put it out on thursdays because some of the people you know back when i was a kid uh when cosby show was on and there was a there was a thing called like uh i, I, thought, I forgot what they call it must see uh, must see thursday and thursday night's a really big night in the industry the tv industry because people go to the movies on fridays and saturdays you know, so the best time to hit them with a movie promotion is Thursday night because they watch the show Thursday night. They watch Friends or Seinfeld or whatever. They see the commercial for the movie or whatever. And they go, oh, let's go see that tomorrow. And then Friday night, they're not home watching television. They're watching the movie that was advertised to them on Thursday. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I'm, you know, I'll be performing Fridays and Saturdays at comedy clubs. And if I have built up a nice fan base for my show, Right. The show that you're listening to right now, you know, I'll let them know I'll be at the blah, 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 blah. And they'll listen to it Thursday and then Friday they'll come to see me. And that's why I started doing it on Thursday. But at the time, I wasn't really good at editing my shows. So, you know, I'll be frantically recording and editing the crap and it was killing me to get it out Thursday and then I started getting better at it and better at it and better at it and better at it and now I can chop up a show really fast and do it well so I started going you know why wait till Thursday I mean I recorded on Wednesday and now instead of finally finishing it up Thursday afternoon and putting it out Thursday night how about I put it out Wednesday night? And then I got faster. I'll put it out Wednesday. And then I was saying, you know what? If it's coming out Wednesday, I might as well record it on Tuesday. And then I got faster at it. And all of a sudden, and then it just, it worked its way back to Monday. But what happens is now I have people that listen to the show from who were my old original Sass Potters 
who still don't even look for the show <laughs> until Thursday, right? And I have other ones that download the show Thursday and don't listen to it until Friday and Saturday. So when I look at the stats, I'll see a whole lot of people listen on Monday, a bunch of people on Tuesday, Wednesday, a whole big new blast on Thursday, a nice chunk on Friday, another nice chunk on Saturday, and then this monster blast on Sunday, you know? And so, but I have friends that, my, I say that to say, I have personal friends that listen to it on Monday. And when I put this out, I know because I talked about the health thing. I know the vegans are coming. My California vegan friends are coming. I got a whole bunch of friends because from, from when I lived in California in the 90s, they're vegans and I know the bastards are coming. They're coming for me and they're coming strong. Hey, yes. Oh, God. Whenever they come at me with the sing-songy version of my, they say my first name, or my first initial with the sing-songy shit, either somebody's going to ask to borrow something or they're going to try to change me in some way. How's it going, ass? Oh, God, here it comes. I heard you're, uh, you got inspired by Bill. His name's not really Bill. I know that, but I'm, you know, I'm actually u- using another voice, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> So I was wondering, you know, since you, I mean, if you really want to lose weight and get in shape, I mean, I really, I mean, I know working out's a great thing, but you can get, you can get the adequate amount of protein from vegetables. You know, mushrooms have a lot of protein in them and there's protein in spinach and the protein, the biggest animal fats are bad for you. And you get, and if you want to lose weight faster, you got to get rid of the animal fats and you get boogie. I know you're coming vegans. I know you're coming. And I want to say one thing to you. Shut it up. Because first of all, some of my vegan friends from California are only 99% vegans in the first place. They have the same weakness that everyone else has. What is that weakness, my friends? Party wings. I know people that wouldn't touch meat. They they avoid meat with a religious fervor. But if they come over to the house to watch a sporting event and there's party wings, all of a sudden, Mr. and Mrs. Vegan don't mind sinking their teeth into animal ass. Oh, all of a sudden. Oh, you, I can't believe you're eating that cheeseburger that is wrong. You know what I mean? The methane from cows is causing global warming. And I never have hymahaka. Really? You're right, guys. I feel so bad with all this meat here. Oh, let me take the top off of this container in the middle of the table. I wonder what's in here. I don't remember what I put in here. And I lift the top off and they're like, <coughs> no, exactly, vegan. What is that in there? You bastard. You, you, you tricked us. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Yes, I have salads here knowing knowing you were going to come. But look in the middle of the table, punk. And this is punk. Look at the middle of the table. What's that? You know what it is. It's party wings. You can't do that. That's our kryptonite. I know. I know. Oh, what's in this small container here? Is that blue cheese dressing? Oh, God, no, not blue cheese. (laughs) That's right. Stay strong. 
He's not going to get us. I'll fight for you. Oh, you're going to fight for him. Oh, I know you love each other. I love both of you too. You, I've been friends with you as a couple for a long period of time. I love you guys. And the simple fact that I put this blue cheese here with the party wins and, 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 and have completely destroyed your husband. I mean, I, I would never do that to you because I was actually friends with you first. You know what I'm saying? I definitely wouldn't pull out <laughs> the, the honey barbecue sauce dip. You diabolical. Yeah, that's right. Now sit your vegan asses down and eat that animal. Eat that. That's right. Look at you eating. Look at you dipping that wing into that sauce. That was a live animal and you're devouring its flesh. I know when I feel dirty. <laughs> I know you feel dirty, vegans. That's your real name. Well, actually, that's not your name. It's your lifestyle, but you get the point. <laughs> Look at you. You're eating more. I'm the one that made the wings, and you're eating more wings than me. Even I don't eat that many wings, and I'm a meat eater. Yeah, that's right. I know how when you would call me a meat eater. With the, you're a great guy, yes, but I can't believe you're a meat eater. Well, I'm not the only one that's a meat eater, am I, punks? You look at you two. Look at you licking your fingers. You make me sick. Yeah, wasn't it you even a couple of weeks ago? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were giving me a hard time about a cheeseburger. You were the kind of vegans that didn't even want to meet people. Meet people. Because meat sounds like meat. Yeah, that's right. That's how vegan they were. I would like to get to know the person don't you want to meet him i don't even want to say the word meat i know it's spelled m-e-e-t the way you're using it but it's too close to m-e-a-t and i don't even like to say the word meat because meat is death <laughs> i'm sure meat's death what are you doing i'm taking a picture do not take a picture of me eating chicken oh i don't have to do that everyone else already did we all have it on our phones and tablets and the next time either one of you tries to browbeat us and make us stop eating hamburgers and chicken and all of that crap, <laughs> we're going to show you the face of your shame. In fact, look at this. No, I don't want to see that. That's a picture of you with meat hanging out of your mouth and blue cheese sauce on your chin, devouring the flesh of that innocent, genetically changed chicken because I don't know how the hell they got party wings that size I mean good god we're all going to be glowing in the dark in six months but that's beside the point that's a discussion for another day so I don't want to hear anything that's right California vegans and you too know who I'm talking about you chicken sucking blue cheese slurping barbecue barbecue sauce slurping bastard couple Shut up. Now, granted, all the rest of my California vegan friends really, really won't eat meat. And I can't blackmail you with pictures of you sucking down chicken wings. I'm pretty much going to have to listen to all of your crap next week, aren't I? Yeah. You know, I'm going to have a whole inbox full of, you know, here's a video of somebody doing horrible things to chickens. Really? I didn't know that they cut their heads off and ripped their guts out before I ate them. I thought they fell down and died covered in sauce. Shut up. (laughs) 
I know that's coming. I know it's coming. I mean, they're going like I said, I have a lot of friends that are, are vegans in California, and I know, I swear to goodness, the second they hear this episode and the second they hear me openly saying that I'm going to try to get in the same shape that Bill's in, I already know direct messages on Twitter with recipes, pictures of cows being drop kicked. I can't, do you know that when they kill cows, they drop kick them? Uh, did you know that? Did you know that they, it starts out with, and this is very disgusting. Everyone that now kills cows as a child started out drop kicking baby seals. Did you know that? Did you, here's a video of the guy that made the, the burger that you ate from that fast food place as a child drop kicking baby seals for fun. <laughs> But I just want to say this to my vegan friends. I'm not saying I'm going to completely give up meat, but I am definitely, definitely, definitely going to drastically cut back on my meat intake. And I don't just mean red meat. I mean all meats. I'm going to very, very rapidly draw down on the amount of meat that I eat. Like I said, I'm not saying I'm going to turn into one of you losers. What I'm saying is I'm going to be moving drastically closer to your direction and i know you're i know and i know you're listening you're like i knew it we're gonna get him we're gonna get him don't push it jackasses all i'm saying is i'm gonna change my diet for health don't start high-fiving like we got another one because you don't got another one damn it i'm just trying to move in a in a healthier direction so shut up vegan friends shut up Well, folks, that has been this episode of S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. This is episode number 207. I want to thank you very, 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 very much for indulging me, as you do for an hour a week as I talk about stupid crap. Um, thank you very much for the love, because there's a lot of people um, giving me a lot of love for my rap, my ridiculous ramblings. Uh, for some reason, there's a lot of people out there that like listening to this crap. And I want to thank you for being close to as weird as I am because I actually think this crap. Thank you very much. Once again, thank you to my new Sass Potters in Great Britain, my longtime Sass Potters and my Sass Potters in the future. Thank you very, very, very much. Potter and family, thank you very much for your support and the love that you've been giving me. And I try to get that love back to you guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much to my longtime Twit bro and now long, now Facebook bro, uh, Michael Salamone. Thank you very much for having me on your wonderful program, Salamone. Um, I appreciate it, man. And I had a great time talking to you. For those that are listening still now, because I'm sure you're probably high-fiving because you got to hear me for an hour, like, oh, that guy's incredible, right? You, you, no, you, you didn't high-five, you just listened. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> make sure you do me a favor. Follow me on Twitter. I'm in two places. At S. Anthony Thomas, that's me, and that's my personal Twitter. The show's Twitter is at S. Anthony Says. So, you know, all the, all the uh, podcast stuff will be there. Of course, I'm on Facebook. I'm verified on Facebook, as Anthony says. They verified me as a public figure, blah, 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 or whatever that crap is. Um, even though I'm just some chump who has a little bit of a following. Uh, and if you want to email yours truly, the email is the S. Anthony says podcast 
at gmail.com. And before you write me going, we know what the email is. There's new people coming on, man. They don't know what the damn email is. So I'm going to let them know what the email is. I know you know what the email is, but they may not know what the email is. And I'm telling them what the email is. Much love to every last one of my fantastic SAS potters. Much love to you. I once again, I thank you very much for giving me this time and I will see you again next week. Now, for those of you that have been listening for the past couple of years, you know how I end the show. You know how I end the show and I'm going to end it the same way I always end it. And I would like you to say it along with me. doesn't matter if you're riding on the lawnmower, if you're walking down the street with earbuds in, if you're doing your laundry, if you're running the streets, if you're in your car, say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.